Hello, and welcome to Husband and Wife Time, a podcast celebrating Lifetime movies. I'm Matt Capriletti. And I'm Elizabeth Blickle. And we're here today to talk about the 2015 film, Fatal Flip. In Fatal Flip, Nate, played by Mike Viola, is a contractor who finds clueless couples, in this case, Alex, played by Dominique Swain, and Jeff, played by Michael Steger, at hardware stores. He helps them renovate their house and tries to seduce the woman. When it inevitably fails, he kills the woman, moves on to the next town, and couple. (laughs) But first... Before we get into the movie... This is a very special episode. The specialist episode. Today we have probably our first couple friends, right? Yeah, for sure. I think, at least by my definition, a couple friend includes you like both of them, right? Like and, you don't know one of them. And you kind of meet, yeah, you kind of meet yeah. both of them at the same time. Yes. And I definitely met both of them at the same time. As opposed to you meeting my Yes. Friends who have been only pre-existing before or vice versa. Yes. I explained that so well. (laughs) So there are first couple friends. Their wedding was actually the last thing we did before COVID. They snuck it in right before lockdown. We went to Mexico. They are Augie and Elena Panita. Hi. Hi. It's been a thrill. Augie is in fact in front of a fatal flip poster. And that's the extra mile we love that he goes. It is just resplendent seeing his face against the backdrop of Dominique Swain and uh, the actor playing Jeff, Michael Steger, just holding each other close and scared about Nate, the sinister contractor who's bound to. My question is, where's Tatiana Ali? Yeah. I would have her somewhere in that poster, right? Peeking out the window. I do want to clarify real quick. When you say poster, we didn't go out and buy nor print a poster. It's a Zoom background. So it's not like a physical thing in our home. I'm spending valuable bites <laughs> on my screen right now. So uh, I do not want you to diminish what I've done here, this hard work. I like it because it also makes it seem like you're actually in the movie. You look like part of a thruple. Could I, yeah, I could like make it so he's like <laughs> holding me now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, famously visual medium podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get on Patreon at some point and then we can have you guys back on and do a real one. Or we'll just, or we'll just start like a round of radio plays like 1930s style. Sure. So um, before we jump into it, can we clarify for once and for all how I actually met you guys? Because I thought I yes. met for the first time at a Mets game. No. No. Okay. Inaccurate. Okay. So I did meet you at the Delancey. Yes. In April of 2012. And then that Mets game you described was Memorial Day weekend of 2012. Okay. And you guys, just about that Mets game, you planned mm-hmm. to go through that with Matt, correct? And we did. We only went with Matt. You weren't there. Well, that was after it was postponed. Was that the bobblehead incident where people were yeah. really upset about the game being uh, not getting the bobbleheads, the collector bobbleheads, instead yeah, of yeah. actually seeing the game? Matt was one of those people for sure. I got a hat. <laughs> but Liz wasn't there. Was uh, No, no. This one was, was there for. The one I went with just the both of you. I remember we were sitting next to uh, the group of people who a were- A memorial service. Their friend, yes. 
Um, I believe he was a rapper and his name was Jack Frost and they were like chanting his name. Is that it? <laughs> I've never had fun at a Mets game. And I think that if you had been there, I probably would have. No offense, not taken. <laughs> that you would have had fun with me? Were you there? Yeah, but it was just these two. And, you I'm know. taking huge offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have had fun had you been there. Sure. Now, I, okay, so when is the first time we actually spent time together? Was it your birthday party? I think we had a dinner. Yeah. That seems like something we would do. We drank limoncello at the end of the night. That was later. That was way later. Okay. He didn't cook for us dinner. until later. Okay. I don't really know how we became friends. I'm kind of probability wise, we went out to dinner because like what else do people do? And I know Liz, you and I then planned like a solo dinner, which also went well. So we're like, all right, all systems go. I Yeah, it's shocking to me that I don't remember that because it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was like 10 years. 10 years ago. Like, well, that's not that long. And I don't, re- you might be like one of two of my only adult friends like that I've made and so it's shocking to me that I don't remember like I pre-gamed for early dates with Matt because I thought they were I thought like sort of like new situations were awkward and so I'm surprised that I don't remember it's just a testament to how natural it was because I don't remember awkwardness or you were so like non-committed to it you figured you would never see us again each time so you're like whatever I can tell you for a fact that was not it because (laughs) if um if I don't see someone being like in my life I don't Mm -hmm. I don't have acquaintance acquaintances really we did have a couple of years during Hurricane Sandy yes that I remember yeah 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 yeah. no you never like spend time with people and you don't even bother like tuning fully in because you're like I'm I don't need to remember this um no like if if I don't think we're going to be friends, you won't catch me at that dinner. Not unless it's like you're a coworker and I have to. Well, we were Matt's coworkers. So you kind of had to. There's no mm. responsibility for me there. <laughs> just just being honest, like I there are times where I do things because it's like a professional obligation, but in my personal life, if I don't want to do something, I just don't. This is true. I can, I'm very impressed. I, I can think of like five events in recent history on, off the top of my head that I went to knowing full well I didn't need to. And I don't remember them. Like I know that I was there and I, you know, know who was there, but I don't remember any of it because I didn't bother like, you know, turning on the mental tape recorder. For me, it's like, what's the harm in not going? You know, like you hurt someone's feelings. Well, do you want a fake friendship so that you can save someone's feelings for like five minutes? So I have a lot to think about. Okay, so we have no idea how I met them. We have differing stories. Mm -hmm. My other question was, have you ever, is this your first Lifetime movie, both of you? This is our second Lifetime movie. Um, The first one was Stalked by My Doctor, which we watched to support you in your podcast premiere. And Eric Roberts. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Very heartwarming. (laughs) Now, how did this one stack up? It, um, uh, so it was a movie that was, was watched okay. by us. <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. Okay. Augie had some very strong emotions. Mine were a little less intense. Maybe I'll let him talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and, and he like, didn't sleep well. 
he's uh, since last night when we watched it. I just want to say that, like, I I love your podcast. When I listen to your podcast, it makes me feel like we're hanging out and you're just telling us about the movie because I love the way you guys tell the story. This movie was designed to torture every aspect of my soul. Mm. And the more I thought about this movie, the more it just, like, I, I couldn't sleep last night because of some of the plot points drove me up a, a wall. Get into it. What plot points? Let's... Yeah, I don't want to get into like, you know, the whole thing or get ahead of anything. But I was also impressed that how Lifetime could, you know, speak to like, you know, defunding the police, tying in with the Marvel universe, and also being like a flip it all in the same sort of movie in a beautifully bundled 90 minutes. We are not more to that. The Marvel Universe, so you're gonna have to explain <laughs> that one. And where were the police? You just mean the end? That's exactly the point. We saw almost five murders, and we where didn't see one cop the entire movie. <laughs> the police were defunded. There was no police. If you <laughs> defund the police in Lifetime movies, you've essentially eliminated all people of color from the movies. Not this one had not this one, Ali, but. <laughs> It was a ray of sunshine, like a truly a, a gem. Yes. Because explain the Marvel thing. I, I yeah. we, I've never well, seen a Marvel movie, so I don't. Spoiler understand. alert! Uh, what's his name? Uh, Nate is Wolverine. Because who could take a sledgehammer to the backbone and run away? Oh, and- I thought he actually was, and I was like. I looked up trivia for this guy. They didn't mention who was in the Marvel. That is Hugh Jackman's stunt double. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because he wears plaid. He doesn't like shirts. He also has like the white undershirt underneath that he always wears. He almost has the beard, and he just heals. He's he's immune to pain. Yes. I mean, the climactic scene alone proved that when someone takes a sledgehammer, I think, to his back, and he gets within thirty seconds. Yes. Without a sound. Without a sound. Yeah. Not even a Without rustle a of that people. plastic stuff. Yes. You think you would like Russell getting away. No. Okay. I I see your case. I I would love it if he actually was cast in one of those, even though I never end up seeing it. Or I vice versa. Sorry. Hugh Jackman Sorry. was just like in a lifetime movie with no explanation. <laughs> I mean, he may be. They they really get at people. I was saying the other time is this, this was also the movie where I was rooting for the murderer. I was rooting for Nate because Jeff deserves to die. (laughs) He said that from the beginning. Jeff, my notes for this, I have Rosalind is equals Ashley, Blondie equals Alex, Nate murderer, Wolverine contractor, and Jeff deserves to die. Those are my notes. To tease this out a little bit, why do you want him dead? Because who fucking thinks that they could flip a house with no, in 45 days before a credit card payment. Okay, thank you. What is that logic? That was one of my biggest issues was closing on a house takes a, a little bit of time. Yeah. Fixing the ceiling, fixing the crack in the foundation. Getting the water going. Yeah, it, the, the premise he's set out is impossible, which is why their realtor is actually correct. Very valid. You know, she dies for her. For her good sense. For her good sense. Yeah. Also, our credit card cycles usually in a month cycles. What is this 45 days he's talking about to pay off his debt? What are you putting on credit cards? 
every like the, the house. Supplies? Guys, they had no equipment. They had no equipment. <laughs> they showed up, just the two of them. Just the two in an Elantra. He doesn't have a truck. It's an Elantra. Correction, sir. They did have a nail gun that oh, they yes. which by the way, Chekhov's nail gun. You knew that thing. <laughs> but they that he embraced Alex with one arm and then was waving that nail gun around. That's true. Just with abandon. I really thought, I said to Matt, whatever that NFL player was who shot himself in the foot at the club, I thought we were going to see that with the nail gun. Plexico burst? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Out of perfect things up a bit. They also looked like they had never seen the house. They got up and were just like wide-eyed and talking about what a mess it was. Whereas from the front, it looked fine. Like one wonky shutter. But otherwise, yeah, inside it was gross. But from the outside, they were like, what a disaster. <laughs> no, it was fine. How did you think that this home stacked up to like, for example, Dr. Albert Beck's disgusting mega mansion? Because this home actually did not, like the exterior of it did not, I did not have that visceral reaction that I have to most of the set locations for Lifetime movies where I'm like, Ugh, this looks like it's made of sticks or twigs and like the big bad wolf is going to blow it down <laughs> his way looking for a better home. There's a um, I mean, if I had to pick one to live in, I would pick Dr. Beck's house because it's, you know, it has running water and <laughs> with no bodies in the walls. Well, maybe bodies on the walls. Mm. Never mind. You know, did you appreciate that Poe reference? Just right off the bat, we were in Edgar Allan Poe's short stories. That's a kind of highbrow thing you don't get in the Marvel uh -uh. Sir. No, we're we're illiterate. Basically, remind me, it's the beating heart situation, something like uh, that. Uh, no, not the t but good good call on the telltale heart. Now this is the 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 cask of Amontillado. Um, oh oh sure yeah that yes, that was cat. my next one. Yeah, I would argue that Poe puts lots of things in walls. The okay. black cat also had a cat in a wall, so yeah. it's just walls. I went to the wire, where <laughs> was it? Was it uh, Snoopy or Snoop? was hiding all the dead bodies in the the abandoned houses in in the, the in the project like in the oh like where new amsterdam was spoiler for anyone that hasn't watched the wire anyway that's where i went but this was the original body monica who we find out yes. in the wall she that's a not this house that's a different house right because mm -hmm. he like travels town to town one wife per house one wife per house oh you think yeah, I think it like this one, if he'd had his way, would have been Dominique Swain's character. And I think the next one will be that clueless couple who'd never seen a pipe before. In oh, not his wife. A wife. I'm saying, yeah, a wife. Whoever uh, he is trying to get to fill yeah. Monica's place. Yeah. yeah. And so what, where in New England do we venture this town is? It's in Massachusetts for sure. It was in the trivia, the set location. Oh, because they... Rosalind shows up a lot, like dressed to the nines in like a wedge and a blazer, making it look like she just got off work. But that's not a quick drive, like a, a good five hours. Seeing Tatiana Ali in a like looking nice in an outfit and everyone else is wearing like just the most stereotypical like painting scenes and construction scenes. Everyone had Timberlands. Everyone was wearing jeans. I didn't see anything but a flannel unless she came or the realtor in her red blazer. And so as a result, Tatiana Ali just felt like, you know, it made it feel so nice when she showed up. 
Well, Dominique was in her like cashmere sweaters. I would never do construction in jeans. I would never do construction period, but I would also, mm-hmm. if I had to, I wouldn't wear jeans for it. Okay. On the subject of looks though, I do have to ask, Please. are you like into that look? Like does a guy in, <laughs> this is so weird because we're talking about it in front of your husband, but mm-hmm. does a guy in a flannel shirt with a hammer, like set pulses a racing for you? <laughs> I mean, if he's like attractive already, okay. not like not any, anybody in a plaid shirt, it's not the shirt is what I'm saying. <laughs> He'd be attractive in whatever he was wearing because of being attractive. Okay. Do we not agree? Are you talking about mate or your husband? Oh, um, <laughs> no, nobody, wants, no one's, nobody wants to see that Liz. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay, well, if we're allowed to talk about looks, because I know usually you try to stay away from what people look like, but I have some with teenagers. With, when oh. it's someone playing a teenager, we do not feel comfortable. It feels a little icky to be like talking about like a 17 year old, like whether they're hot or not. It's a little gatesy, if you will. Good. Well, good, because Dominique Swain is, or the character, is clearly in her mid 40s. And I know this because Face Off had a big impact on me growing up. I talk about face off Augie Kim and Chess. I talk about that movie a lot. I think about it a lot. Really? And she was John Travolta's Very skanky daughter who got in trouble with a boyfriend and she had like mm-hmm. eyeliner. You could tell she was like, she had problems. And she, when I watched that movie as a child, she was already a teenager. So she is Way a number of years older. <laughs> and the guy, the husband looks like, I mean, 28, maybe, I which is fine. 24. fine. 24, they talk about how they met in college. When you say that, like, I met my girl in college, it implies that you're, like, newly out of college. But, and it's fine if he is and she's older, but why are we pretending like you're both, you know, recent co-eds? Like, no, she's a mature woman. Yes. I I believe in real life she is, like, 40 or something. Yeah. And in face life, in her life of her skin on camera is also in her 40s. Like, she does not look young. No offense. For sure. No, she looks no. she she looks nice, but she looks her age. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I hadn't thought of that. So that's interesting. Yes, they did position it as if she was like 26 and this was their house. They did say they'd been together eight years, which I think would make them, yeah, 26 if you'd been together all of college or at most 30 tops. So yeah, yeah not ideal. She was also Lolita. I almost included Faith mm-hmm. Off in the trivia, though, because I thought there is no way these people know that she was in Face Off. So why is Face Off so important to you? It's a digression, but I need to know. It was just very formative. Like, I had, it was one of the VHS movies that was available at my house, or like mm-hmm. some wayward aunt had dropped it off. Mm-hmm. And so I, I watched it, I've seen it a million times, and it was, you know, as of whatever nine-year-old it had a really big impact on my okay. understanding of the law sure and, if, and I mean if like if Matt and Augie switched faces and the other one came home to me I wouldn't ask any questions <laughs> this is this makes everything else makes sense the face is different but otherwise I, interestingly I feel like she just kind of uh like straight into another lifetime because I feel like that was a proposition to sway somehow <laughs> <laughs> she just swingers in the suburbia does. <laughs> well, let's let's put a pin in it for now. I'll circle. Let's circle back in a bit. 
Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, COVID we're keeping things. Sure, 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 sure. No, not, no offense taken, but she's very much like an ingenue, you know, she was like a, yeah, an edgy troubled teen. And as like a well-adjusted middle-aged white lady, I just was not buying it <laughs> at all. There's a, um, I'm, I'm going to put it like this. There's a like lack of warmth with her that I think you expect mm. in a lifetime movie someone like a Haley Duff who seems <laughs> like she would be, um, you know, there's like a, an openness and a, an inclination to bake snickerdoodle cookies. And I don't buy that of Dominique Swain. So I think that plays into it a little bit. Also, I'm, I'll probably cut this, but I think Dominique Swain, I buy her more as someone who does drugs. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if she did drugs. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to get us sued. I'm just saying I could buy her. Being more. angry. Yeah. Not being like a homeowner in the scenic. Yeah. Can I just say also just how submissive she was to this dumbass kid? This kid that wanted to revamp a house. This kid that wanted to revamp a house in 30 days that got screwed up by a lead pipe that he could have easily just opened the cabinet to see. Like, she was so doting over him and, and it just was really hard to watch because it was like, what this can't be. Jeff is a real wet blanket in this. Oh and God, yeah. I mean, oh. I feel bad that he fell off the ladder. No, Jeff yeah. deserves to die. We don't need this type of like just privileged hubris. Like everything about him needed to die. Everything erased from the records. She should just be a single woman. Revamping yes, a home. much better off. Uh-huh. Probably would have ended up with him then because she was flirting with him a lot. Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I wouldn't because he gave me the creeps. There were a lot of moments where I was like, how did this? Let's see where she's in the bath. Yes, I would like to ask Elena just for another woman's opinion. One, Please. how long <laughs> would someone need to make eye contact with you in your home before you said you're not coming back tomorrow? <laughs> I guess if I was latched to this deadbeat husband and we had a lot of money on the line, I'd be like, well, somebody needs to be doing this work. What I'm saying is there's a lot I put up with to make money. Uh, Reaction, if you found your underwear in a contractor's toolbox. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I felt like his explanation held water. Like it was standing right by the washing machine I lost, you know how many face masks I've lost because they've probably fallen like behind into a purse or behind a washing machine. It happens all the time. Okay. <laughs> that so, didn't bother me. Apparently they write Lifetime movies about women like that. So, <laughs> so fi- final question. A contractor yeah. comes in and watches you in the bath and won't leave even though you scream leave repeatedly. What is your reaction? I mean, primary reaction? secondary I am always hesitant to inconvenience anybody so I'm like okay does he have a ride if I call the cops and they get here and it's all a big misunderstanding I always think that I'm the one misunderstanding the situation and I'm at fault like I always assume that I think I was socialized to do so so I would assume like the police would show up and be like ma'am you were you know you were naked in a bath what did you expect to happen and then I'd be embarrassed so probably I would do exactly what she did. Okay. As opposed to wearing a bathing suit in the bath. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not bathing with a baby. <laughs> Why would I wear a bathing suit? 
<laughs> well, he's saying, you know, to to give you something to tell the cops. I wasn't naked in the bath. He had no reason to be in there. I was wearing a bathing suit. Uh-huh. What would a contractor need to do, Have to do for you to not invite them back to your home? Right. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have an answer. Again, I think I would put up with a lot given how much money was on the line. Okay. And how well, little here's... attention I need to be flattered. Okay. You're talking about money on the line. Were these kids ever once stressed about the deadline? Did you see these no. kids do more than Napping. one basic Bath. task a day? Dates. I'm taking a nap. I'm taking a bath. Let's have a beer. Should we get started? The most chilled reno I've ever seen in for 40 day deadline. They ended up buying <laughs> a mirror and a Tiffany glass sconce. Well, a crack in the ceiling and mm-hmm. the foundation. Talk about playing the violin while the Titanic is sinking. <laughs> <laughs> there was one moment when she sang that she it's going to send Nate away. And she's like, well, yeah, we're almost done. And it pans out. And there's just like a giant crack in the wall behind her. Like, no, ma'am, you are not almost done. You're not even close. The water damage was visible on every wall in the house. And very few yeah. the water actually working in all parts of, parts of their house. I would have been okay if, if, the, if the fixing happened off screen, where the house just started to naturally come together, you know, the wallpaper, all the stuff. But also, like, remember when when Rosalind and Alex were picking, like, swatches or looking at swatches? Huh? Meanwhile, the entire house was, like, falling apart. Mm-hmm. It, it just it just annoyed me to a level that I did not know a movie could do. Watching <laughs> these two go through this movie. Did that annoyance make you want to watch every movie they put out and then start a podcast about it? Because that's how we <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, my friend. That is... That is passion. Your livelihood. Or did it want to make you quote Winston Churchill? Our RE, we shape our buildings, but thereafter they shape us. Uh, so true. I, we were concerned that nobody came looking for the realtor. Like she seems yeah. like a well-established lady. Yeah. Nobody like what questioned why that was the last place anybody saw her. Like walking around the property screaming. It's not like she, you know, snuck on. There's a lot about that scene that you have to just uh, gloss over because if you take that scene at face value, we're to believe that he killed her with a buzz saw and then yeah. cleaned up blood spatter before Alex and Jeff get home from a flea market. Like it takes like 10 minutes to clean up blood spatter and it was a table saw or whatever. It would everywhere. Well, and you see him washing his hands afterwards and he's yeah. going like full Lady Macbeth. Yeah. I don't know. Does blood show up on like gravel? I've I, never killed anybody. I know. If I were killing someone and I didn't want to go to jail, I'd probably clean the gravel. <laughs> I mean, we, look at Fargo. Look what happened when you put the body in the wood shepherd. There's blood everywhere and it's everywhere. Yeah. This fine. is with a buzzsaw, right? And like the way that he did it, like did, did he just coax her to come closer and just was like... Bah! Like little, like little punches, like, like stab at her. Yeah, angle was just so weird. It was. I also thought it was interesting that when he actually killed her, we didn't see it, and then like no. ten minutes later in the movie, we get this extremely violent flashback, and it's like 
Yeah, we got from the tarp how she, that she died and the buzzsaw was, I didn't need the moment of him like yeah. <laughs> jabbing her with the buzzsaw to like bring that home. But they really don't trust the audience. I thought well, maybe it was a red herring that he was like watching. It's like, oh, it was making tomato sauce. And we're like, ah, everything's okay. That would have actually been a good tease, but no. And also, so what, Matt, is this, would you do this if you were a contractor and you cause someone to fall off a ladder, would you then set up a nice romantic Italian dinner? I mean, I know you, you make a really good sauce. I've had it, it's delicious. It's, I still think about your meat, the, was it your sister's meatball recipe um, where they use the sausage fat. Oh yeah, my brother-in-law's family. Yeah, brother-in-law, <laughs> sorry. So it's delicious, but would you do that for someone that you're like a contractor while the guy's upstairs like and would the was what do you it mean? What else? for the, for the wife or the girlfriend? How else would you woo her? her? How else That's is he true. supposed to get her to get her to love him? I mean, first of all, the fact of me being a contractor is is, is, is completely <laughs> laughable. So, you know, thank you for even entertaining that uh, semblance of a scenario. But it seems like a lot of effort to go through to pull out all the stops for to make dinner for uh, this. I don't know that he pulled that out all the stops. Thing. He put some spaghetti on a plate. We also know that Elena would have accepted that mail, like no questions. She would have said, yeah. okay, we're having a date now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm single now. He's all the way upstairs, out of sight, out of mind. so far away. <laughs> he's been out for like a day and she's already having a date with someone. You're right, yeah, he's there doing God knows what. Cause, I mean, does he even have like a TV or anything hooked up in there? No, I think he's like drugged out of his mind on like- Oxford. Do you need to be that drugged for a sprained ankle? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's well enough to drive. True. Wait, when does he drive? When they go on their date night, which, yeah. why? What was that outfit? Can we talk about that outfit for their date night? Her, her outfit. outfit specifically? His? The or red her. dress? Her. Oh. She was dressed to like a 1990s like party movie. Clueless. Like a yeah. sweater, mini dress and tall boots. Yes. There, the fashions were bad, for sure. I mean, there's a, a scene of her wearing a like denim baby doll crop top where she's painting or something. And it's, mm. I cannot, I cannot in good conscience accept that it was made a, a day after 2001. Oh yeah. It is something I saw people wear in high school. It, it was ridiculous. So yeah. She also owns one bra because both scenes or any scene that she's in a bra is just that one pink lacy bralette. <laughs> yes, we we have also uh, had taken issue with a lot of the lingerie presented in Lifetime movies. It's basic mm -hmm. and boring and and cheap looking on And pretty Fredericks of Hollywood. Yeah, it goes, mm -hmm. the, the fantasy level we're talking about in most of these or like the uh, sexy level is very generic and like things you would have thought were sexy in like high school. What else struck you about this movie? We were on fashions. You did not like the date outfit. I just thought- Aki really cool. took umbrage with it. Okay. Well, I just didn't think it was very age appropriate considering she's like, I mean, I guess I'm being ageist a bit, so fine. I, I guess I own that. Do you think that they did that to try and make it seem like she was 26? Yeah, I think they tried to make it both like they were in their mid-20s. Like the other part, well, the other part too, because you know how like young people talk about how everything has been like a long duration of their life, like 
<laughs> my entire life, I've always wanted to do this. Your entire <laughs> life, half of it, you were shitting in your own pants. It can't be that big of a deal. Like you just started your life. You just realized you know? we wore diapers much longer than we thought. Listen, I was a late bloomer, okay? <laughs> and I refuse to apologize for it. You should never apologize. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Do you think that they were doing the same thing in this movie? Like we've been we've been wanting to try this our entire lives. I mean, to me, it sounded like they had one bad job and they were like, risk all our finances. I mean, it's true. It's true. They can't have been in the workforce for terribly long before they yeah. were just off to the hardware store to, you know, meet their Yeah. Nemesis. Now that you say that, okay, so if they I mean, it, it doesn't sound like they were investment bankers, you know, or anything that they were making huge money, right? So knowing what the real estate market is, the fact that they saved up enough to buy even a shitty house yeah. is surprising, which implies that they had some other form of income, which then implies that not making this $45 day deadline would not be as dramatic. You think there was family money is what you're getting at? Yeah, or something. We're looking for houses now and like real shitholes are priced very high. So yeah, I assume that like a nice market. New England town is the same. How many red blazers has your realtor worn? <laughs> Would you confuse Nate and Jeff? No, not even a little bit. They're like, like she's like, the worst judge of character and she has terrible eyes. What? She the, re the real estate agent. And she's like, Jeff. Oh. Mm, yeah. And oh, there, yeah. There is a height difference and a head shape difference for sure. For sure. The square headedness of it all. Well, speaking of trust, when he when he's explaining why he's inviting Nate to live with them, he's like, "Look, we need help. He's qualified." Based on what? Why does he think that he's qualified? All he's done is say like if I scratch at a pipe, maybe lead won't come out. How dare you question his credentials? And they both went to Michigan, so go blue. And then they have that lovely little football band. Uh, 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 he didn't go to Michigan. His wife did, allegedly. Oh, oh she for sure did. <laughs> yeah. No, of course not. But I'm saying he didn't even, he wasn't even the one who went to Michigan because he won't be able to talk about it. So he's smart enough to not say that I went. He said, oh, my wife or my ex-wife, whatever. Also, no, no red flags that he just accepted to live in a barn at a questions asked. Why like, is this like what? attractive, somebody... qualified, able-bodied man, just straight up homeless? Sure. Yeah. And jobless. And jobless. Nothing to do. Yeah. Well, you have no human relationships. No car. I'm... Well, how did he get to how did he get to Papa's hardware? Y yes. I don't know. He probably took But they always sent the guy in the cast. And and, and... Does he ever hit up the same hardware store twice so that the clerk might recognize? Yeah. Why did they put out an APB at the end? Yeah. Just distributing his picture to hardware stores. They're like, well, too late now. There's there, there's a little promo. It says, Ace is the place where the psycho contractor is. <laughs> love it. I love it. This is the thing. Like, also, like, I mean, I know that we, we jumped around, but. Here are the things that like I'm just gonna break it down. We open the scene where he's where he's where he's killing this girl, putting her in the wall. Mm -hmm. Makes a phone call. Now, if serial taught us anything, it's that your cell phone will get pinged with the cell phone power towers, right? Also with the Capitol riots, geo tracking, right? 
he's calling a phone at the scene of a murder. If there is ever like no one, no one investigates that. Then we have this period. We don't have any time of how long, like did this entire movie take place inside of a week? Yeah. I think, I think we're working with the period in which they were supposed to flip the house and sell it. I think they ultimately stay, Mm. but But that's not, he's traveling town is small town is small town not only finding a fixer-upper, but also stalking the hardware store long enough to find the young, naive couple who's trying to run away. Like, Which that never- can't be a dime a dozen. In this, in their case, I think it only works because of the sheer desperation of the... This is not a couple who has time to, like, check the references, but to but your- The one at the end, yes, too, same thing. They, yeah, mm-hmm. but I think we're hoping that they're so clueless that they also feel a desperation, not time-based, but lack of knowledge-based. And they did look like yuppies, so they can't possibly know anything about hammers. Right, why could they, could they they give us a little bit of a backstory of like why he has this confidence that he could reno this house so easily without a care in the world, right? Just give me something to hold on to, to make this somewhat not hate this kid. Because I, this this is a triumph, almost almost a triumph that this kid almost died. I don't know how I got out of the, the duct tape. That oh, also yeah. is yeah. not as useless as we think. With a broken ankle? With a sprained. So maybe that's what happened. His ankle was broken, so he was able to like, it's already twist. Because he just wrenched it out and uh-huh. used his feet to untie his <laughs> Yeah. I- also, Wolverine recovered from falling down the basement steps, sand scratch. Oh, very quickly, yes. Yes. And then she hid in the closet, which is one of my favorite things. It's where women in Lifetime are portrayed as like five-year-olds. They hide under the covers. They hide in the closet. Like the first place you'd look, it's always where they go. I will say kudos to to Jeff for nailing, barricading the doors. So she had a forced path, the inside of the house. Who did that? Was that on purpose? No, not Jeff. Sorry, Nate, the murderer. Nate. that, That was on purpose? I yeah. thought that was just like part of the renovation. No, no, no. He 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 nailed, he put a like a two yeah. by four over the front door and nailed it so she couldn't get out. They do seem bad enough at home repairs that they would be the people who think barricading a door closed would be a home. It's just fine. Yeah. Let's just like go all in to rob on this. I think Augie's right that that was him trying to force her to go specific places. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My question is why, if you were barricading things in, why not go the whole way? Barricade everything. No assistance. Yeah. yeah. Maybe clear the you know dangerous power tools out of the path, the victim's path, while you're at it. Sure. Well, I, I did appreciate well, the novel method of killing. Mm-hmm. Tarp and nail Power gun. gunning. Yeah. Oh, tarping. I had a lot of emotions about his relationship with Rosalind. Yes, please. Yeah. I, we got to give... Tatiana Ali, a better deal than her deal. Why is she not the lead character? How much Mm-mm. would you love to see her charisma and charm? Because honestly, Jeff and Alex had no charm to them. My question yeah. was, this is like trying to have a baby to save your relationship. Your relationship is a teardown. Even in your good moments, you have the most unfun relationship ever. Well, he said as much. He was like basically where we bought this house to try to. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea, Dominique. Okay. Go. Oh, I thought you were telling me. <laughs> oh, well, 
this lady. In your case, you guys were going to crank out that baby in like Mexico <laughs> to save this tear down of her relationships. <laughs> they know I'm joking. Don't put your arm on me like they think I'm. No, we don't know. So no, I'm, I'm taking it personally. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, sometimes you need a friend to tell you tough love. You guys tear down of a relationship, and I cry openly throughout your entire wedding. You did. You both invested a lot of time and money to attend this sham wedding that you don't. It's a lovely location. Well, you know? <laughs> yeah, well a- yeah, I thought Tatiana was lovely. Definitely a high point. Um, I don't question why she was attracted to him and why she was like. There was like some whisper about Dominique usually getting the guys in college and now she's, which was also 20 years ago, but fine. Yeah. Get over it. And then, so what stuck out to me was they go on their date and she asks if he was ever married. He says no. Then later she, after hooking up, she goes through his stuff, which is not really a natural thing to do unless you're looking for something. You wouldn't just start like, especially when he's right there. He also should not be leaving his (laughs) <laughs> blood-soaked journals in yeah. plain sight and her first the first thing that she comes out with is you didn't tell me you were married and she died and I'm thinking like if I was a recent widower I probably wouldn't trot that out immediately either that's a bummer yes if she died from like not suspicious not yeah. causes yeah she like she finds out his wife died and then confronts him and she's like you murdered your wife. Like a mm-hmm. real leap at this point to make. Well, Tatiana Ellie did go to Harvard. She did, yes. Also, Not would a show. Harvard person sleep with someone that was living in those conditions that enthusiastically? Mm-hmm. Well, Let me tell you, yes. We do. <laughs> yes, we do. We did. As someone that didn't go to Harvard, you can speak for them, yeah? <laughs> yeah. We, we do hear that she has a pattern of throwing herself at guys dating all the way back to college. Fine. Why not? By her friend that I, the nonchalance Dominique Swain has about apologizing to her for saying. Yeah. Oh, I owe her an apology to her, like one friend. Yeah. Who's also helping you flip a house by redecorating it and calling in favors for free. And you called her in the process because she wanted to date your contractor and you already have a boyfriend. Yeah. Who you're not dating. Very much not dating. What do you care? It's, and also her disappearance is like not a big deal. Yes. Yeah, it's just her car's still there, but you know. Yeah, her yeah, car would be there. I didn't even think about that. Everyone walks around this town. It's like stars hollow. No one has cars. We just walk. But she doesn't live there in that town. What would she do? She's a professional real estate stager when they're in a town of 12. Like, no, she's from the big city, the Blazers. Yeah, I mean, oh. yeah, she does dress like she's from the big city. Sure. You can't possibly dress well if you live in a small town. You have to dress. Everyone like- knows that. Yeah. You're only allowed to, they only sell you plaids. Listen, and the blouse barn has a limited variety of clothes. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. And that's what it's going to be. Um, so, yeah, that was when she did her search on Wazoo Web, which I guess is like the Yahoo, Yahoo Web of <laughs> Lifetime. Do they, does that come up a lot? No, no, but they frequently have like it's they use something different. It varies like yeah. screenwriter to screenwriter, but it's always something made up. What was it like Double Mommy? They used Pixapost. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wazoo, I'm sure, was just like a Scrabble tile, like the yeah. 
threw them on the ground yeah. and was like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought Tatiana Ali got real short shrift from the movie. Mm -hmm. And I also yeah. felt like it stretched plausibility that she had ever been anyone's second fiddle. Yeah. In what scenario yeah. is she like this hard up woman? I mean, even let's pretend that she didn't go to Harvard and she wasn't, you know, actually talented like she is in real life, even if she just looked like that. And she went to Michigan. We know that because they went to college together, right? Yeah. True. So she's not a total dum-dum. Yeah. So I would say yeah. this woman's not struggling to look for no. you. I wanted her, honestly, I wanted her as the lead. She has been in the lead in a Christmas movie or two. Tatiana Ali has. Yeah, yes. Dear Secret Santa, I believe, was one of them. Trying to imagine Dominique Swain in a lifetime Christmas movie is rough. <laughs> yeah, she's not. She you don't want to spend like a cozy, cozy <laughs> Christmas with her. No, no. Certainly not. You have you ever seen one of those or no the Christmas movies? We're doing this for you. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to maintain our lifetime movie club membership. I don't know. Augie has a real fire in his belly about this whole thing. It feels to yeah. me like we've found a fan. No, you didn't. I hated this movie so much. I hated it with every <laughs> ass. I like every. I I'm not mad. We did at not you. enjoy ourselves. I'm, I'm happy that you helped me find this rage because I needed something to be raging at, and I'm raging at this movie. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll say that that's important because during a pandemic, it's important to have a safe space for rage that is, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's a safe place to land with your rage. <laughs> it's not gonna hurt anyone. It's helping talking to you about it though. Like it's been really, really therapeutic to be able to express this rage. There's an amount of processing that needs to happen with mm -hmm. a lifetime movie that's not like a normal movie. You have to talk about the plot, and why certain decisions were made and then the clothes and sometimes the interior design. It's, you can't leave it on your heart. You have to get it, <laughs> it out of your system. Yeah. And I didn't let him dump it on me last night because I'm like, you have to save it for the pod. So he's been sitting on, on these hot takes. <laughs> out of curiosity, what is your level of handiness? Because mine is that I've watched like 10 episodes of House Hunters on HGTV. Are you guys handy? Negative. Okay. I, it will take me an hour. I won't buy flush shelves because of how long it takes me to hang them. Matt had faith that you were a handy person. And I said, I have no idea. All the Caninos are terribly I, I throw money at the problem. I make it worse and then I have to pay to get out of it. Okay. Would you like? Would you retain? Would Nate? you keep Nate as your? Oh, partner? Nate. Yes, I think I've made that clear. That <laughs> Augie as well. Yeah, he, he could live with me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, okay. And and he was so hot and cold with Nate. Yeah. Jeff was. There were times where he was like, "Oh, are you staring at her?" And then, like, when he almost raped his girlfriend, he was like, "Give me the keys, bro." So yeah. just give me the keys. Well, yeah, so another go. note I had was that when they come back from the flea market and she's like, I love haggling. And Jeff says, I didn't know you could haggle. Guys, you've been together, as you say, eight years. If you don't know this key part, like we've been together for 10 years, there's nothing that we don't know. There's nothing that I could be like, huh, well, I didn't know you could, you know. Okay, so any other thoughts? What else do we take away from this movie aside from <sighs> the fact that our friendship is much deeper than you knew it was because you were willing to watch this for us? Of course. Now we were happy to do this for you. 
um, um, we if there <laughs> if you invite us back on the pod, we'll watch it something again for you. Okay, but we're not gonna like do this on our own time. Okay, let's please. We're trying. <laughs> we're proselytizers. We're really trying to get people to join our. Company. I know. Well, I know. I think that we're not. We're gonna be holdouts. How do you feel yeah. instead about something like Married at First Sight? You want to watch an episode of Married at First Sight and come on and recap it? You can choose Australia or original. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we can do that. That's a little bit more palatable. But that's hard because we don't have the context if we're just watching one episode. Could watch the season premiere. Get you in on the ground level. Okay. Yeah. That's all we can do. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything. I'm just looking over my notes to see if there's anything else that I just wanted to say that really bothered me. Um, his dead eyes when he was strangler. That was, I have that in my notes. Um, that was actually good. I actually thought that the murderer, he did a pretty good job. Also, I feel like he's triggered to murder from sex. I think anytime he gets an erection, he wants to murder somebody. Do you think uh, so? Yeah. Cause like, it seemed like when he and Ash, uh, Rosalind were looking to, <laughs> where they started the hookup like it was Gales to have sex with this contractor who has no home all the way from Bel Air yeah. <laughs> so the realtor you think gave him a chub that was the situation hey you don't know no judge we're sex positive here on this podcast not me I'm very sex negative <laughs> okay. I've got a friend for you then Alex <laughs> she's real negative about sex because so, I have a lot to talk about I, I also have a quick question, though. Yeah, of course. On the, on the titles of the movies. Sure. So uh, when we were searching for this movie. Oh, it had a second title? Well, no, there was just a lot of fatal, like oh. fatal, oh, yeah. Yeah. fatal yeah. marriage, fatal flip. So I'm fatal wondering, like, it's like they have like five words to choose from to make a movie. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if the fatal like Mile High Club escort fatal mile high club does that mean they're in the same universe hmm. oh you're saying is it a like is it a, a wrong series one? There's, a two, there's one movie that's called like fatal mile high club and then there's another movie called fatal mile or mile high no escort. that's not no babe it's just it's oh it's mile high escorts and then fatal mile high fatal mile or something it's both fatal. airplane and sex oh deadly mile high club yes deadly yeah yeah so now um, so in that case, no, but usually, <laughs> but sometimes you're not, you're not wrong. So there's a series called at 17 and it's like missing at 17, murdered at 17, blah, blah, blah at 17. That's a series. There's a one with wrong in the title. I don't know that fatal is a series. Yeah, I don't believe so. They tend to, if it's a series, like a series of movies, it tends to have, um, a producer who's famous or someone attached mm. to it. They have a new series called The Seven Deadly Sins. And yes. mm. Candy Burris is going to be in one of them. Yes. Um, mm. I'm very curious to see how they, if they do all seven, how they handle like gluttony. Sloth. <laughs> it's just a really slow paced movie. Napping. <laughs> Starring sloth. <laughs> Oh, why are we so obsessed with bad things happening to people in their late teens? I think a lot of the stuff on Lifetime, they're trying to tap into 
what they consider to be women's greatest fears. So like there are a lot of ones about like abductions and things happening to your children. I'm not sure why it's late teens, maybe because it's more expensive or you have to work around children's schedules differently if they're like five. Sure. But there are a lot of like adoption movies and birth mothers coming back and it's oh yeah like and baby will fall or yeah or like surrogates who steal your baby or oh i see what you mean they're playing on they're or attempting to i think play Mm -hmm. on primal fears about like your children and then like i think sort of more cliched fears about like husbands having mistresses having a second family open marriage or or like your husband trying to kill you on your honeymoon you know that sure 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 Okay, because I thought you meant like, I was like, well, as an as a woman, I am not very scared of being murdered at 17, because that ship has sailed. So I don't see why that would affect me. But right. you mean my 17 year old daughter, yes. potentially. Getting yes. murdered. Or like, if you weren't married, the boy she met online, the girl he met online. Yes. Oh, that is a series also. Do you think we're meant to feel that it's her fault for almost getting murdered because she didn't want to get married and have a traditional lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, maybe they, she did say she wanted an exciting life and she didn't want stability yet. Oh, which, yeah. that one. There's nothing like credit card debt to make you feel super unstable. <laughs> yeah. And what mid forties woman doesn't want, you know, <laughs> to <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like when Nate says, I thought you wanted a different kind of life. Mm. <laughs> a murdery kind where I put you in a wall and then <laughs> plaster the wall over you and leave. Okay, well, we're going to hit you with some trivia. Okay. Matt, the co writer of this, wrote The Rachels. Oh my goodness, The I Rachels is my favorite. Okay, we're going to keep it moving. Tatiana Ali. Uh, she was in Fences on Broadway. There you go. Oh. oh. She graduated from Harvard and she won Star Search twice. Whoa. Twice? You can go on that twice? I don't know. Did I just, what? Singing? I am DB or Wikipedia. <laughs> wow. I have no idea what it was for. Cursory Google search is how this trivia is provided to you. <laughs> Dominique Swain, you already knew about Face Off. Oh, she- yeah. She started her career in Hollywood as a stunt double. She was Macaulay Culkin's younger sister in The Good Son. But the most important thing that I've been waiting to tell Matt for days, she has been in the music videos for Moby's We Are Made, We Are All Made of Stars, Dashboard Confessionals, Rapid Hope Loss, Nickelback's Rockstar, and Collins' Lullaby. Oh my god. She was an up and comer. Yes. The most random assortment of music, though. Dashboard confessional to Nickelback to Sean Mullen. So all late 90s, early. Early uh 2000s. Uh huh. That's when she was like the teen Vogue. That's amazing. Yes. Post Lolita, everyone was freaking out. Post Face Off, obviously. I mean, obviously. (laughs) All right. Um, any other thoughts, guys? Anything you want to plug? <laughs> yeah. I would have just close it off with saying for all the Drag Race fans out there. Uh-oh. No, not yet. Not yet. No? Nope. For the very end. I have a heartfelt. Yeah, we less than a minute. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for inviting us. This has been the thrill of a lifetime. <laughs> Cute. 
Yeah. Okay, you go. Augie, you go. Fatal flip. Tonight, you tried to wow us with your potential, but unfortunately, your flip flopped. <laughs> I'm sorry, my dear, you are up for elimination. Okay, we talked. No, your flip was a flop. Your flip was a flop. For, you're you're up, for your renova- flip flop. up for renovation. You ruined it. Nah. I- <laughs> Do you want us to call you back and you can redo this? No, it's a no, it's better this way. I kind of love it this way with her <laughs> <laughs> like a stage mom. That was incredible. <laughs> Mouthing it along with him. <laughs> I love you guys. guys. This was Thank so much fun. Us. This was so, so much fun. Very fun. Yeah. I love you all enjoying this. We'll have you back to hate another movie. <laughs> Same time next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at husbandandwifetime at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at husbandandwifetime or on Twitter at husbandwifetime. If you like this episode, please rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks. Bye. Bye.